the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on my Facebook Live page, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there, or on my new YouTube channel, at Anderson Speaks, just type that in, you'll see me. Or, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital, covering all of Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Virginia, Maryland, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So a big 50,000-watt footprint. And guess what? I get to hang out with you as you drive on the Beltway there in Baltimore or Washington or somewhere on Route 66. Thanks for hanging out with me. And by the way, uh, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got, you probably can say it with me, Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. Today is Theological Thursday, and we're going to talk today about the theology of science and faith with a very special guest who I'm going to introduce in just a moment. But before I do, let me give you the phone number, and I'm going to open the phone line shortly, as well as uh, say a prayer to ask God to cover our time together, as we always do. Here's the number, 888-432-7434. Or you can just download the app, Gracism. And when you download that app, there's a little phone icon. You can just push that. It'll come directly to the studio as well, and you can also learn what it means to be a gracist, right? Uh, where we are building bridges of gracism across these great divides of the world. Of course, you can always remember the number by remembering the word bridge, 888 bridge. So if you want to call, you want to talk about science and faith and how to build that bridge, make sure you uh, get in where you fit in right now. Call, and you can jump in a conversation we'll be having in just a few minutes with our special guest who I'm about to introduce, but let's first pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the show today. We thank you for every listener, and we thank you for the opportunity to have a great, stimulating conversation. And we ask, Lord, that you would bless the show today in the name of Jesus. Together, everyone said, 
amen and amen. You can always get a hold of me by going to andersonspeaks.com or my favorite website, embracegracism.com. Today's show is The Theology of Science and Faith. Do you have any questions about science, evolution, creation, faith? What do you think about it? Can science and faith actually be compatible? Well, remember when I was on the board of AAAS and I've had people on the show, every, everything from uh, climate change to uh, planets uh, in the universe with uh, Dr. Jennifer Weissman or, or Dr. Hayhoe. And, and guess what? Today it's just going to get even better. I've got the president of BioLogos, Dr. Deborah Harzma, with me today. She's not only the president of BioLogos, but she's a frequent speaker on modern science and Christian faith at research universities, churches, and in public venues like the National Press Club. Uh, she wrote the book Origins with her husband, uh, the fellow, fellow uh, physicist. He's Lauren Harzma, and they presented agreements and disagreements among Christians regarding the history of life and the universe. By the way, is there life in other parts of the universe? I'm going to ask uh, Dr. Harzma that question shortly. She's edited major works. She has spoken around the world. She was even the professor and chair of the Department of Physics and Astronomy at Calvin College there in uh, Michigan. She studied large galaxies, galaxy clusters, uh, the curvature of space and the expansion of the universe using telescopes around the world and in orbit. If you're a Trekkie, you need to call somebody right now. Get therapy on one end and then get excited on the other end because we've got Dr. Deborah Harzma with us. She's got a doctorate with work in astrophysics at MIT, and she's done undergraduate work in physics and music at Bethel University. So much more about her, but I'm going to say to you, Dr. Harzma, thanks for hanging out with me on Real Talk today. Well, Dr. Anderson, it is great to be here. Yeah, so good to have you and the work that you're doing with regard to trying to build this bridge between science and faith. Let me just ask you out of the gate, is it really possible? <laughs> well, yes, certainly it is possible to bridge between science and faith. And since I'm a scientist, I'm an astronomer, and I'm a Christian, I'm a person of faith, mm. for me they've always gone together. Huh. How does that always go together when there seems to be this idea of God created the heavens and the earth, uh, evolution's billions of years old, we learn about that in school, but we learn about the creation story in church, and sometimes church talks badly about the school teachings of evolution, sometimes schools talk badly about the churches and creation. How do you build that bridge? Oh, yeah, it is so often that that kind of conflict comes up. Um, many people in our culture, that's the first thing they think of. Oh, science and faith, they cannot go together. Mm -hmm. But for me, when I read in Scripture that the heavens declare the glory of God, mm -hmm. that's telling me that when I look at amazing things like uh, a galaxy or a nebula, hundreds of billions of stars, I can celebrate that as God's creation. I can know that there is a person behind the universe. Mm. It's not just an impersonal thing. It's not abstract. There is a creator, and it's a creator who knows me and loves me and desires to be known. So it sounds to me like you've placed your faith in the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. You believe that there is a God. Tell us a little bit more about that faith journey. Oh, well, um, I was fortunate to grow up in a Christian home and went to a wonderful church. So I was always encouraged in 
uh, my schoolwork by my family and my church, and they taught me how to grow in faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I even went to a Christian college. You mentioned Bethel University. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I got to graduate school and I was studying astrophysics and the evidence for the age of the universe, um, I had a strong faith going into that con- uh, into those questions, which mm-hmm. really helped. And I would say my study of the universe um, has, for the most part, increased my faith. It has strengthened and enhanced my mm. understanding of God. Hmm. So if someone goes into school without that foundation that you had of faith and family teaching you faith, is it possible that the learning of the galaxies in the universe could actually make them feel less like there's a God or more like there's a God? Well, I've seen people both ways, but what the survey data says is that a lot of college students uh, who encounter science and don't have a strong foundation for putting it together, um, surveys say that a lot of students who leave the church, um, they think that science is part of that uh, conversation. They think that the church has rejected science or, mm. the church isn't, or the church isn't relevant in a science mm. era. Wow. Well, when we get back, we're going to talk just a little bit more about faith and science. I'm going to ask you what evolution really is. So hang on. We're coming right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. back taxes or do you have questions on the new tax laws and the surging tax identity theft joseph associates cpa is an experienced tax accounting firm that could represent your interests and prepare your tax returns with guaranteed peace of mind please visit josephassociatescpa.com that's josephassociatescpa.com or call 301-915-6474. Have you been hurt, cheated on, lied to, or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I for Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I for Grace You. Get freed up today. smelly basement well, let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Dr. Anderson. 
Anderson would love for you to join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I've got Dr. Deborah Harzma, president of biologos who is with me today and we're talking about the theology of science and faith if you are just joining us we're even going to tell you about a conference that's coming up in the metropolitan area you're going to want to know more about so make sure you hang around on that a big hello to those on my facebook live feed i see you there as well dr deborah harzma before the break we were talking about uh, building a bridge between science and faith there are some people who actually don't know what evolution is. So in the simplest of terms, like I'm a fourth grader, can you explain what evolution is? Sure. So in for scientists, evolution is a description of how life developed over time, how all the different kinds of animals and insects and birds and bacteria all developed over billions of years. And there's a lot of evidence for that. Um, we see it in the fossil remains of what's left behind. We see it in the genetics of each of these creatures. Uh -huh. So, yeah. So, so all of those things, we describe uh, this through evolution. Okay. Um, it's descent with modification. So if it's billions of years and I look at the strata of a rock or I look at the fossil or, or something like that, what a scientist is simply doing is saying, Based on what we see, we believe that there was life billions of years ago. But then when you read the scriptures, somebody might say, yeah, but it only seems like uh, less than 20,000 years or 10,000 years or some 5,000 years. So then how, uh, how do you reconcile that? Oh, yeah, this is very important. And it was actually an issue for me, as I said earlier. I grew up in a wonderful Christian home and committed my life to Jesus Christ at a young age. Mm -hmm. And I love the Bible. I love Genesis 1. Mm -hmm. And, in fact, I was kind of nervous to learn about the science because I didn't want to throw away the Bible. Right. But um, it, it is so important to hold to those scriptural passages. And what I learned from biblical scholars is that, well, in ancient times, they didn't know about modern science. Mm -hmm. And for them, they told a lot of um, accounts of how the world came to be, and they put it in this motif of six days. But the main point um, they were that the Israelites were learning 
is that there was just one God. Remember mm. all those stories about Egypt and how there's right. all the different gods in Egypt and right. in Babylon, there's all those different gods, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in the Genesis story, there's one God, mm-hmm. and he made everything good, and mm. those are the main points. Ah. So, so you kind of hold on yeah. to the main points that there is one God and that there's a creator, but then some of the smaller points of how many days, whether it's six days uh, that he created, it was evening, then morning, do you feel like that could be motif it could be poetic or how do how do scientists or christian scientists not christian scientists you know what i'm saying though people who are christians who are scientists (laughs) how do they look at it yeah well there's different ways of of looking at it in you know different subtleties in how you understand those six days okay but yes it is a common motif in the ancient cultures so here's something you can see just looking at the text itself day one there's light and dark right And then there's a parallel on day four where there's a great light in the heavens. So the sun and the moon and the stars are added on day four. And then day two is the the sea and the sky. Well, in day five, the sea and the sky are filled with birds and fish. Mm. And so there's this parallel between the first three days and the second three days. Mm -hmm. And just that alone points to the writer having a sort of poetic way of organizing the material Mm. rather than thinking about it in the... Uh, in a literal chronological way that we do today. Gotcha. And so when you deal with young earth, old earth, a lot of it depends on whether you take the creation account as literal or as more of a a, a poetic or motif sort of mentality when the writer was writing. Is that what I'm getting? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and Christians are going to interpret that those passages differently. This is an area where Christians disagree. And mm-hmm. when we talk about, uh, you talk about bridge building, and mm-hmm. this is an area where among Christians we should be building bridges. So uh-huh, yeah. um, I, I, I've met a lot of people who hold to a young earth because they, they are sure that that is the best way to read that passage. But then I also know lots of Christians who read the passage uh, differently, seeing mm-hmm main points is more is the essentials. Well, we're talking about the theology of science and faith. If you're just joining us, if you want to give a call, our phone number is 888-432-7434. We'll go to the phone lines in just a moment. The scriptures also say, uh, Dr. Harzma, that uh, a day is as a thousand years to the Lord. A thousand years is could be a day. And so even that, when you kind of look at it like that, it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be a literal day. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that verse. Mm. It just reminds us that God is outside of time mm. and just beyond the way we comprehend time. And isn't it cool how yeah. in Scripture we read that, and then you look at this universe and you discover well, it's not just a thousand years, it's billions of years. Right. It stretches your imagination to think of how great God must be to governing a history of the universe that long amazing 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 well listen i got many more questions for you but i also want to allow my listeners to chime in so let me give you the number one more time and then we'll kick it off in silver spring maryland 888-432-7434 there is a conference that's going to happen a biologos conference it's coming uh, shortly and dr harzma is going to tell us the date and the location of that but let's uh go to our phone lines and talk with ari uh, Aridia, excuse me, who's on the line right now. Hi, Aridia. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. My, well, my question is not about science. Okay. It's about the um, charms of the heart. About what? The Psalms of the heart, 119. Psalm 119? Yes. Okay. Uh, it, they call it, It's a hard psalm, right? Well, hang on. Let me... Uh, 
what particular verse are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about I'm 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 starting this um Psalms book and I'm and, and that's Psalm one nineteen. And I have a problem understanding who wrote this psalm. It said, like for instance, um, one it said Oliver and the second best, and the third Gamer. If these people wrote this uh, psalm, who are they, and where can I find them in the Bible? Gotcha, gotcha. Well, let me let me do this. Let me have you uh, ask me that question tomorrow, Aridia, because it's open phone in Friday. And that way I won't get sidetracked on Psalm 119. But if you can uh, ask me that question tomorrow on open phone and Friday or shoot it to me uh, on my Facebook page, I'll look up whatever verse you're trying to get some insight on because I'm not quite sure if I understand everything about your question. But I appreciate your call. And here's my number again, 888-432-7434. And today's topic is uh, science and faith. And, and can they be compatible We've got a special guest, Dr. Deborah Harzma, who's on the line today. Hey, Dr. Harzma, tell me about this conference, the date and the location. Oh, sure. Well, it's right in your neck of the woods. It's in Baltimore in the Inner Harbor area, mm-hmm. and it's going to be March 27 to 29, so it's coming up in about two months, mm-hmm. and we're so excited. There's, we have a great lineup of speakers. Francis Collins is going to speak. He's um, one of the world's leading biologists. He mm-hmm. led the Human Genome Project. And he is a Christian. He wrote a mm-hmm. best-selling book about how he came to faith. So he's going to be speaking. We have Pastor John Ortberg speaking. We mm-hmm. have theologian Justo Gonzalez. Uh, we have Bishop Claude Alexander. Uh, Jennifer Wiseman, who you mentioned, she's mm-hmm. going to be speaking. Several other scientists. And there'll be something for everyone. It's going to be great. So oh, if you'd like wonderful. to learn more, you can text the word CONFERENCE to 474747. Well, there you go. That's Te- an easy number. Text the word conference to 474747. They'll get you more information. Or if you just want to go to their website, it's conference.biologos.org. Conference.biologos.org. And uh, if you put in the promo code radio, you'll also be able to get a discount for the conference, which is March 27th through 29th, 2019. And if you're not familiar with Doc, uh, with Pastor John Wartburg, he'll be preaching uh, at uh, my church, Bridgeway Community Church, on Sunday, uh, February the 17th. So if you're in the area in Columbia, Maryland, or in uh, Baltimore County, Owens Mills, Maryland, you've got him there. And Francis Collins right there at NIH. So you got some uh, local home folk, Jennifer Wiseman and Pastor Claude Alexander from uh, North Carolina. So we, we got a good line up there. Hope you can take the time to do it. Once again, uh, just go to their website and put in the promo code radio, conference.biologos.org, or make it real easy, like Dr. Harzma has said, and you can just text one word, conference, to 474747. Well, this is Dr. David Anderson. My number is 888-43-BRIDGE. I've got Dr. Deborah Harzma on with me. She's the president of Biologos, and She's talking to us about how we can build this bridge between science and faith. Let's go to Rockville, Maryland, and talk to Virgin there. Hello, Virgin. Welcome to the show. How are you? Fine, fine. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'd just like to make a comment. Um, I'm a firm believer. I say you can't just let go of the Bible, God's Word. I I stand firm on that, and Mm -hmm. I believe that science is God. 
Mm-hmm. How about that? Science is God. What do you mean by that? Well, he, he is the creator, I believe. The Bible with the Holy Spirit, you know, the, the, through him, the Holy Spirit uh, wrote the Bible. And um, uh, everything that there is, is his, is, is his, is, is, mm. is his. He created all things, and he gave us, he created us. To create, we have a mind. We create we're to multiply and learn, and um, I, I just believe science and God go together. So you, yeah, I think we're <laughs> I don't know if I, well, I no, really don't know how to really. I think I understand you know. what you're saying, though. You're saying the ability for us to even do science, uh, to be able to learn about the universe, and exactly. to be able to discover yes, and to create, correct. all of that comes from God. Did, did I did I help you out with that? Yes. Okay. It makes sense yes, now. Yes, you sure did. You said exactly. Thank okay. you so much. I'm not a college graduate or anything like no, that, but, but I do believe in, uh, 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 you know, the, the space itself, is, it's endless. Uh-huh. It's massive. It's endless. Well, you're smart. You know, that's what yeah. it is, space. Well, you're, you're <laughs> smart enough to have faith in, faith in God, so way to go, Virgin. Thank you Amen. so much for calling. Listen, I'm going to be right back with Dr. Deborah Harsma. We're talking about building a bridge between science and faith. I'm going to ask Dr. Harsman on the other side of the show, the other second half of it, is there life on other planets? Coming right back at you. Were you promised your home would sell, it didn't, and your agent disappeared? You're not alone. 42% of houses currently on the market will not sell. I'm Christy Moore, founder of Local Expert Realty. We just helped seven home sellers in the Metro D.C. area sell their house, even when it didn't sell the first time. Call now at 866-404-5858. I will sell your house in 58 days, or I'll buy it. Call now at 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. We've helped over one. 100 listeners sell their house for top dollar. Listen to what they have to say. Working with Christy and her staff, I found them to be very responsive, very personable. We listed the house, I think the first week in February, and by about the 18th, I had a call that there was an offer. If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. I will sell your house in 58 days or I'll buy it. Call now at 866-404-5858. Hospitality is a laying down of your life. It's a sacrifice so that the hand of the stranger can be put into the hand of the Savior. It's, it's bridge work. When you invite others into your home, it's not about your gift of hospitality. This is Focus on the Family Minute, and Dr. Rosaria Butterfield offers her perspective. The last thing you want is somebody to ask you for a recipe at the end of the night. You want them to ask you if they could have some follow-up time to pray about something that we, we just talked about. So, so giftedness is a bereft concept. It leads to this false idea that you are going to, through your giftedness, disciple people into the kingdom of God. God forbid. Real converts happen because God steps in and changes your heart of stone and gives you a heart of flesh. More about hospitality at familyminute.org. 
Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply, and you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. There you go. They say it all started with a big bang. That's what we're talking about today. The uh, the theology of science and faith. Uh, is evolution something that is real of God? Is it something that is of the devil and just a theory that we can't believe in? Or is there a bridge that can be built in our understanding as the scientific community and the faith community walk hand in hand figuring all of this out well to help us today if you're just joining us just getting in your cars there getting off of work in dc thanks a lot for tuning in uh, my number is 888-432-7434 and i've got deborah harsma dr deborah harsma hanging out with me she is the president of biologos so let me ask you dr harsma life on other other planets oh well We'll have to wait and see. Uh, I, I love that Big Bang Theory theme song. That was great. So, yeah, I'm a, so I'm an astronomer, and I get okay. asked a lot about life elsewhere. And I also love science fiction, uh, and I love Star Trek, but those aliens, that's just fiction for now. Uh-huh. Are there some scientists uh, how, who actually believe that there's evidence that there is life or was life on other planets? Um, well, everybody's curious to find out if there is. So what we have found is that there are other planets. Okay. So 10, 10, 15 years ago, we didn't know that there were planets around other stars. We hadn't detected them yet. Mm -hmm. And now we've detected so many of them. And we know that on average, every star you see on the sky has about one planet. Mm. So there are a lot of planets out there. Mm. And the technology that we're uh, developing Soon, the next uh, generation telescopes are going to be able to maybe begin to detect some of those signs of life on other planets, like if the atmosphere has been uh, affected by bacteria on that planet, things mm. like that. What does it take to have life on another planet? It has to have water. Is that true? Well, we, we think so. Okay. So all the life that we know on Earth um, seems to have some access to water and some access to energy of some kind. But, you know, we don't really know. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe there's going to be some extreme kinds of life. But first we'll look for life that seems somewhat familiar. Mm. Yeah. So we look for planets that could have liquid water, not planets that are so far away from their star that everything's frozen or planets that are so close to their star that everything is boiling. Um, we need planets where there can be liquid water like Earth. Mm -hmm. So that's one criteria. 
is it possible that one can believe in life in other uh, other planets and somehow not abandon the idea of salvation coming only through the Lord Jesus Christ? Or should they be sort of afraid of that idea that there could be life on other planets because they don't know then what that means for the whole uh, salvific uh, you know, message for all people who have sinned and needed a Savior? Yeah, um, I don't think we need ever need to be afraid mm-hmm. because our our God is the Creator. No matter what we discover out there, He is the Creator. Um, but it does raise in, some interesting theological questions, as you say. What if there were life out there that was very similar to humans, and they sinned, and then how does God relate to them? Mm. But the thing is, um, maybe life out there is quite different than than life here. We already know that God relates to angels differently than he relates to humans. Mm. I think we know that the angels fell, but that seems to be a, a different story, a different way of God relating to them. Mm. So so we don't really know what God would do with life elsewhere. God relates to animals on earth differently than to us. So there's a lot of good questions, but I don't think it needs to be afraid. Ah, well, that's that's good because I think some people are afraid to even enter those discussions and uh so that's helpful just to hear be not afraid fear not i am with you we got this <laughs> is the way i'd put yeah. that um you know last year uh, you wrote an essay entitled one human family where you talked about the lack of diversity at biologos conferences can you tell us a little bit more about that yeah that's been an interesting journey for me personally i grew up in a very white suburb in minnesota and didn't really understand racial dynamics much at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have always been convinced that God's word is for everybody and God's world is something for everybody. And if mm-hmm. we're talking about the harmony between science and Christian faith, that's something that should be should matter to everyone. Mm-hmm. So I started inviting African-American leaders, including you. I remember mm-hmm. you coming in to one of our meetings. Yeah. And started listening and learning and learning how the questions are different in different communities um, mm. and how things like um, equity in education, equity in health care um, are, are so important. And and being reminded of all the ways the ideas of evolution have been misused, science right. misused to perpetrate racism. And, and we really, we, we just mourn that at BioLogos and mm. we want to find a better way. We acknowledge that it's just been so misused in the past. So good to hear it. So good to have you say that for those of you who live in the Baltimore area, Washington, D.C. area. He's called Washington, D.C., Chocolate City, Baltimore. There's so much diversity there. So check this out. They're bringing the conference here. And this conference is open to everyone. So if you're saying, you know what, I, I, I like science, I, I like faith, I, I like uh, trying to figure this out, and I want to learn from some of the best. You get an African-American pastor like Claude Alexander, and you get uh, great authors like John Ortberg, friends of ours, and, and the conference is open. So you're hearing me say it. Uh, you've heard uh, Dr. Harzma say it. So uh, why don't you check them out? Again, just go to their website, conference.biologos.org. That's conference.biologos.org. The conference is uh, March 27th through the 29th, 2019 in Baltimore, Maryland. You can just put in the radio code or the promo code radio or just type in the word and text the word conference to 474747. When we get back, we're going to talk more about evolution and creationism with Dr. Deborah Harzman.
Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thanks for hanging out with me today. It's Theological Thursday, and we're talking with Dr. Deborah Harzma. She is the president of BioLogos, and we're, we're asking the question, can science and faith get along? <laughs> is it compatible? And uh, then when you start talking about the history of science and race relations, then you're right there in my world. And so, uh, Dr. Harzma, what in your experience is the perspective of the African-American pastors on science as you've, you know, talked and developed these relationships? And have you seen a different perspective? Oh, yeah. It's been so informative. Um, like, so in my upbringing, I had heard of the Tuskegee experiments and mm -hmm. heard how awful that was. But in my mind, that was in the distant past. Mm. And then as I talked to African-American pastors, I realized that's living memory for people. And mm. the echoes of that are still felt today in so many ways. Mm. So it, it helped me become a lot more aware of that injustice. Mm. Um, and um, I will have to say that some of the African-American pastors I've talked to have really challenged us to address some of the most contemporary issues facing us today in science, things like uh, gene editing and embryos and um, uh, life on other planets. Uh, Bishop Claude Alexander was talking to me not too long ago, like, you guys should talk more about, you know, this possibility of life on other planets, and we are. Mm. So um, I, uh, that's been, it's been very helpful to interact with them. How about that? Well, that's great. Glad to Glad to hear it. 888-432-7434 is the number live in studio. Or just uh, remember the word bridge. Give us a call at 
1-800-273-4343 bridge let me ask you dr harsma what are some of your biggest challenges when it comes to faith and science for me personally or yeah for you personally yeah. and then also maybe even as the president of your organization there's got to be uh, some challenges when we're talking about both of these topics uh, sometimes they intersect sometimes they don't right yeah yeah i think this conflict metaphor that just keeps going on so many people thinking that they're in conflict mm -hmm. um, the thing that just breaks my heart is when you've got a high school student who they haven't heard anything about science in church, or their church has mm. said, you know, science is dangerous, better watch out for it. And then in school, they're learning about all of the latest science, mm. and their school isn't saying anything about religion, or maybe their science teacher is saying, you know, religion has disproved God. And what's the poor kid to do? Mm. So often they just feel this tension and feel they are forced into a crisis of faith that they just have no choice. Mm. Do, so um, do you feel like churches ought to engage the topic more? Yes, I think so. And it doesn't mean you have to do it all the time or mm -hmm. a lot, but just if it's a couple times a year where a pastor is saying using some illustration in a sermon from science or referring mm. to some new scientific discovery, just little things like that help show young people that, hey, science is something that matters here in church. Um, obviously encouraging kids to go into scientific careers. Um, and I think maybe one of the biggest things is to come alongside kids and their questions. Mm. Now, I've, I've been a teacher, and I know how hard it is when yeah. you know, a young person asks you a question, and it's really hard to say, oh, I don't know. Right. You just, it's, yeah. But these questions are hard, and it's often better, and actually the, the kids of this generation really receive it well if you say, Hey, I don't know, but let's go and read about it together. Maybe mm. we can learn more. Mm. And that's just a great approach to take with a young person. How about Come that? alongside them. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, one of our uh, writers, and we got a lot of activity on our Facebook Live uh, page, but if evolution is the actual methodology God used to create humanity, what species of human uh, were Adam and Eve? I'm not sure what that question means. Have you heard that before? Um, yeah. So, uh, so assuming evolution is a way God used to bring about the life forms on Earth, then mm -hmm. he asked what species were Adam and Eve. Well, obviously we're Homo sapiens, that's mm -hmm. our species, mm -hmm. and uh, Homo sapiens first arose about 200,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, Adam and Eve could have been real historical people living 200,000 years ago. Or maybe they were real historical people living 10,000 years ago. There's a lot mm. we don't know. Um, there's tons of discussion of this on the Biologos website. Some people even think, well, maybe Adam and Eve were even further back and weren't actually Homo sapiens. They were mm. some species prior to that. Mm. So there are, there are different options. There's just a lot we don't know. Mm. Um, so we kind of have to go back to what is the main point of those scripture passages again. And the main point is God created us. We sinned. We need a savior, and Jesus is that savior. What about dinosaurs and uh, being extinct and the uh, ark with all the animals going into it? How do you get those big old dinosaurs in the ark and all that? I know you get all these questions all the time, but this is why people probably get actually excited about science and like, wow, I want to go to a conference like that because maybe I can kind of put these pieces of the puzzle together. I've always had these questions, but I didn't have anybody to ask. So that's one of the reasons oh. why Biologos probably exists, right? 
Exactly. We would love to be that place. Come ask your questions. Come to the conference. There's going to be uh, all of our sessions are going to have discussion time, a chance for Q&A with the speakers, chance to discuss with other attendees. Um, and we're going to hit all of the topics that we've talked about so far in this phone call. We're mm. going to discuss more at the conference. So wow. you can meet actual geologists who know the evidence for um, the age of the Earth and mm -hmm. um, uh, um, what, what, what's going on in all those geological later, layers. Um, who are the dinosaurs? We've got a paleontologist coming who knows oh. all about dinosaurs. So you can come and learn. Wow. Now, does it deal with uh, climate change as well and what's going on in the earth with weather and all of that? Does BioLogos kind of cover that uh, area as well? Well, a little bit. Uh, we haven't done as much in that area, but I love what Catherine Hayhoe has to say. You mm -hmm. mentioned she's been on your program. She's yeah. excellent. Yeah. Uh, one thing we are doing at our conference, we're talking about how to care for the environment a little bit. Mm. Um, we're going to, we're having a field trip to the aquarium, the National Aquarium, yep. right near our conference venue. And uh, we have late night at the aquarium. After everything else is closed, we're going to nice. go there and uh, watch the, the jellyfish and the sharks and uh, hear from an ecologist about how we can better care for God's creation. Oh, there you go. My friends over there at the Hyde Corporation are going to be excited to have BioLogos. They are uh, hosting them right there at the Inner Harbor. And uh, I'm told that there are blocker rooms that are just for you. So if you want to uh, come and maybe even just spend the night, you know, make it a great date, too. Uh, this is the time to do it. They'll tell you how to book a room and everything. So, by the way, whenever you travel, make sure you use the Hyatt Corporation. Their number is 410-528-1234. And tell them Dr. Anderson sent you, one of my great partners there as well. But you're going to have a beautiful venue. You're going to have a beautiful view, and you're going to have a wonderful opportunity to go on a field trip and to hear from learned men and women who have pressed into their understanding of science, but they're also people of faith. What are some of the greatest challenges, Dr. Harzma, of science these days? Are there some kind of frontier challenges that are facing us? Yeah, we've mentioned a few of them. And I think it's important for Christians to be prepared for these. We don't want to be the last people on earth to be thinking about these challenges. We mm -hmm. want to be part of that conversation. So um, things like caring for the, the natural environment, wondering about species elsewhere. But here's a big one. Um, new advances in gene editing, how we can actually manipulate DNA these days. The mm. technology is changing so fast. I don't know if you heard in the news a couple months ago that uh, a scientist in China has actually modified the genes in some embryos, and they actually brought them fully to birth, so they are now human babies who mm. have been had their genes edited. And the outcry from the U.S. scientists was like, no, this is wrong, this is unethical. Um, uh, Francis Collins uh, has, has spoken quite strongly on that. Mm. So we as Christians need to be part of that conversation, saying, you know, there are we need to understand these technologies better. Mm. The gene editing could be very useful for treating uh, babies who've already been born, but to modify the them, uh, you know, from the egg and the sperm, that that raises a lot more challenges. We need to be careful of. Wow. Well, that's great to to kind of hear that that's coming down the pike and we've got to be a part of it and not the last one to the dance. Hey, listen, we're coming back. We're going to land this plane in just a moment. I've got Dr. Deborah Harsma. She's hanging out with us on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
Hi, Don Crow here for Passport Auto Group, a family-owned business with a stellar reputation for superior customer service before, during, and long after the sale. A mission and goal to which they've been committed for the past 25 years. And now, when you visit PassportAuto.com on the web, you can take your own virtual Internet tour to enhance your buying experience and help you get to know their dealerships online. Just go to PassportAuto.com, browse their amazing inventory, schedule a test drive of that vehicle you've been thinking about, investigate financing, lease options, and much more. Whether you're thinking about a BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, or Mini, or whether you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, Passport Auto Group is waiting to serve you right now. And I also want to tell you that as a longtime customer of Passport, I can assure you they do what they say they'll do, and they do it right. Passport Auto Group, serving the Washington, D.C. metro area for 25 years. PassportAuto.com. Don Crow here for WAVA and Preborn. A WAVA listener is offering a $3,000 challenge gift toward purchasing an entire ultrasound machine at a total cost of $15,000. And we can make that happen together if just four more of you would be willing to join this listener with a $3,000 gift of your own toward an entire machine, one that is desperately needed at one of the many pregnancy centers being helped by preborn and which will enable that center to provide thousands of free ultrasounds for years to come. Would you do it? Would you call with a gift of $3,000 right now? 833-850-2229. That's 833-850-2229. And just tell the call center that you're giving your $3,000 gift toward the purchase of a machine in the campaign with WAVA Radio. That's 833-850-2229. Or you can give online at WAVA.com. Just indicate in the comment box that your gift of $3,000 is for WAVA's Ultrasound Machine Challenge. Thank you. Let's get it done together. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Call 800-517-3636 or go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code WAVA. That's 800-516-3636 or go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WAVA, 800-517-3636. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so much for your giving, for your support. I'm glad to be hanging out with you right here 
on WAVA 105.1 FM. And by the way, if you're dealing with waterproofing issues at your home, at your business, do what Amber and I did. We called Best Buy Waterproofing, and they took care of the water in the basement, the water in the backyard. They can hook you up. Just tell them Dr. Anderson sent you, and they will give you not only a free inspection, but they'll give you a great discount because you're one of our listeners. In fact, they just won a great big award, praise the Lord, the uh, Angie's List Super Service Award. Why? Uh, because people like you, all my listeners have been using them, and it just pushed them right over the top. So we're so glad for Best Buy Waterproofing. Congratulations. And if you need them, go to BestBuyWaterproofing.com. Deborah Harsma has been with me for this hour, and I'm so glad to have had you, president of uh, BioLogos. Uh, how are you enjoying being the president? And as you close out today, tell us what BioLogos does so people will con- be- become even more familiar with your work. Sure. Oh, it's been such an honor to be part of BioLogos over these years. Uh, we're turning 10 years old uh, in t- 2019, so mm-hmm. we're excited about that. BioLogos has a really rich website. We have over a 1,000 articles from uh, leading pastors, leading scientists, profiles of scientists who are believers, theologians discussing the most intricate questions, stories from students. There's lots to check out there. We have a lot of videos on our YouTube page. Um, and we have an online forum where anybody can go on and ask their question. Wow. And it's moderated so that people can't insult each other. Right. Make sure everybody behaves. Right. But anybody, anybody's welcome to come ask their question, and there's a group who will uh, ch- chat with you. And that's biologos.org, right? That's biologos.org, mm-hmm. yep. That's great. Um, so we're, um, we're hearing stories from people all the time, stories from uh, young people who are saying, ah, now I see who I, how I can hold to my mm-hmm. faith, and stories from scientists who said, you know, I never thought I could become a Christian because I thought Christians rejected science, mm-hmm. but, you know, now I'm beginning to think about it. Wow. And I, I think that's, that's what really keeps me going in this ministry wow. is knowing that it is reaching people for Christ who nobody else is reaching because they need to have, you know, somebody speak to them with the scientific credentials they can relate to. But then to be able to put the gospel in terms that they understand and to see, yes, you can become a Christian and hold to the best science. Well, thank you so much for the great work that you've been doing. People like Dr. John Walton, one of my professors when I was at Moody Bible Institute, and he spoke at Bridgeway Community Church for a weekend. You got John Ortberg coming uh, February 17th at uh, Bridgeway Community Church. And then March 27th through 29th, go to Baltimore, go to the BioLogos Conference right there at the Hyatt on the Inner Harbor. Again, it's conference.biologos.org. Put in the promo code radio or just text conference to 474747. Dr. Harzma, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we pray you continue to reveal your glory to us through the heavens and the earth. Amen and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.